All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back here with uh, part four of four of our uh, Star Wars series. We actually extended it an extra week because we were waiting for the Sweet Tooth show to come out. Yeah, I was going to say, we definitely, if we would have been on time, then we would have screwed that up. Oh, right, we did take a week <laughs> off last week, so yeah, but it worked out because yeah, worked I thought out. Sweet Tooth was coming out a week earlier, so gotcha. we would have been like, time to talk about that show. <laughs> oh, wait, where is it? Wait, it see premieres it. in like three hours. Uh, but that premieres, uh, yeah, uh, for us pretty for soon. Us Tonight, uh, yeah. Tonight, yeah. I'm probably going to stay up and watch the first episode at least. And I probably see won't it make it. <laughs> Damn work. Uh, but yeah, that'll be what we talk about next week at least. Uh, we'll be able to start that. I don't know how much of the book we'll read. I'll probably want to... Because I don't know how many seasons it's going to be, and there's not that much of the book. Yeah. So we don't have to go that far into it necessarily, but I know you're probably, you're already like- I'm already like 20, about halfway. Oh yeah, so you're already blazing through that. Yeah. It's It's, it's great. It's a tough book not to read in like one sitting too, because it has like a consistent- It does read pretty quick. And it's got like a really consistent pace where like it never takes a break. Like each arc ends on like a, oh fuck, like how do I stop there? Yeah, it's just constantly building. Right. So that'll be exciting to cover uh, once we do get to that. Um, but the plan for today is uh, to finish out our uh, Star Wars stuff. We wanted to read one more arc in uh, Dr. Aphra, which I realized uh, is convenient because this is actually the last Kieran Gillen arc in this book. Oh, cool. Uh, Cy Spurrier takes on after this book, I, I noticed, because I kept reading myself just in my own personal time, and I saw, I was like, oh, wait, that's not the writer. Because uh, actually the writer who is writing the arc we're talking about today is actually Kieran Gillen and Cy Spurrier. So this oh, is kind of so like kinda a transition arc. They tag-teamed until they totally took over. Right, exactly. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, the final arc in the Kieran Gillen, Dr. Aphra run. Uh, and then after that, we're going to be... Inst- we covered all the trilogy movies, so we didn't. We yep. thought about what we were going to do for today, but what we decided is we're going to cover an arc of the uh, Clone Wars show, since I was talking about it so much anyway. We might as well get it out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, pop my Clone Wars cherry. That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the first arc that you saw of the show entirely. So I tried to pick an arc that stood alone pretty yeah. well. Um, so we're going to be talking about an arc from season... Season four, uh, Darkness on Umbara, which people might remember is like the one that's like very clone centric, uh, with uh, Commander Krell, the uh, asshole Jedi Knight who yeah. uh, <laughs> tortures them. So yes, that's going to be a fun arc God, to talk about. Like I haven't seen a character that just punchable and like hateable oh, in a I while, know. <laughs> but it was still a great character because it's all about like Anakin's like clone squad, and Anakin's not there. So like you just yeah. have to see them be like, okay, Commander, you're like, damn it, someone kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, fuck this guy. If Anakin would show up and just fucking beat the shit out of this guy, God. Uh, but it yeah, was we'll, still great though. Oh yeah, no, it's a fantastic arc for just yeah. like humanizing the clones, which is what a big a point of that show was. Definitely. Yeah. So that we'll talk about that as well. Uh, get into that a little bit. Before that, I just want to. Uh, before we get into that, I just want to call out a couple quick things. If you do, uh, if you did enjoy this series, definitely make sure you follow us over on Twitter at Agents of Podcast. Uh, we're over there. If you want to, um, you know, leave a suggestion for what we're gonna talk about, uh, just you know, hit us up about books we're reading, yada yada. Um, we'll also follow you back. Um, in most cases, I will. Again, I've talked about it. I will scan and make sure you're not an <laughs> asshole. We'll do um, a, do a little test. Ninety nine percent of the cases, I'll follow you back. It'll be a cool time. Um, yeah, you got to have a pretty bold like uh, headline to to like ward us off. Oh, yeah, or no, like get some recent tweets. People that are people think they uh, that they're not readable in a second, but I can look at someone's Twitter page and be like, "You're problematic." <laughs> <laughs> that is a red flag. I've got a good radar for it. I think. <laughs> um. So, but that is, if you want to follow us there, also we do have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash agents of comic book, where if you want to support us there, you can. Uh, if you do that, we will guarantee you a spot in as far as like what book you want us to read. Force and us what, to read a book. You can. You, yeah, you can choose <laughs> what we read, what we uh, what we watch for the movie. People have used that to make us watch some really bad movies just for their own amusement. Yeah. Um, but hey, it's worth it. <laughs> it's usually it. good. 
Or at least, like, horribly good. Oh, sure. Like that we did uh, Catwoman for a Patreon request, oh, yeah. so that was, a, that was something. That was at least a time. Oh, it, I mean, it was a time. Like, I mean, some of these movies, I don't know when. That it... was probably the most, like, hammered I was for a movie we watched. Because <laughs> usually I try not to get too drunk just so I can, like, keep a good amount of notes. But, you got but to that, that, that one where scene. I was like, okay, no, I'm going full full pool. <laughs> yeah, you get to that basketball scene, you're like, I'm not going to make it. I need another drink. <laughs> yeah, this isn't going to hold. <laughs> We're halfway through this movie? <laughs> not even. No, that was me for Electra. I'm like, I need something to keep that going. Was was pretty rough yeah. that was a rough one to that get was probably through. the uh, top three at least <laughs> i don't have kids but i have to imagine like that's if you had kids that's like going to their really boring play or something <laughs> i had to sit there and watch it for like two hours yeah but at least like you have a connection to that that's true. I mean, Electra's not my daughter, so <laughs> yeah. I have nothing going for that. Jennifer Garner's at no relation. <laughs> no relation, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's uh, my spiel. I just wanted to get out there in case you wanted to find us online. Um, but our plan for today, like I mentioned, is to get into the comic book first. We're going to be talking about Dr. Afra issues 14 through... Uh, uh, 19. This arc is going to be about Dr. Afra working for her new boss, which is revealed at the end of uh, issue one, which I thought was a twist you would enjoy because I know you really like Triple um, Zero. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> this works out now because at the end uh, of the last arc, Dr. Afra had removed the uh, control chip from um, from him so that way he was a free droid now and he was yep. no longer because he wasn't being able to murder enough he wants to murder people <laughs> yeah he could only murder under orders right so now he's a free murder droid and he can do what he likes and he instantly used that to become a crime kingpin <laughs> and so now Which seemed, it obviously was a pretty seamless transition oh yeah it, it like obviously in comics it happened quick but it, even in that universe like Afro hadn't been up too much since then right I mean a torture droid is pretty uh, pretty horrifying especially because oh, I mean yeah. uh, BT his other droid has like a bunch of like rockets and cannons like he's also packing punches so yeah he's got I mean, firepower you're getting tortured by a human you gotta hope no matter how psychopathic they are they have like a sliver of empathy right but yeah robot or droid that you're, you're oh, he's got no so hope. many tools it's horrifying <laughs> whenever he has his fingers out right they're loving every second yeah so it's uh it's not a good combo so yeah dr afra has basically it's it's revealed at the end but we'll talk about it for context is uh now working for uh triple zero because she's being blackmailed because he knows a lot of shit that she cannot have getting out yeah namely that she's alive and Darth Vader would fucking kill her if he found <laughs> yeah. out. So that would be a big problem. Yep. So uh, Dr. Afra is stuck working for him and his goals are slowly revealed over the course of this arc. Basically, he's trying to like get his memories back yep. and like find out like who he was and like get like all the parts of him as like a droid back. Um, Which is pretty cool. Yeah, no, it is. They have to, because, I mean, his memories are like, because, I mean, droids are basically, they talk about it more in this comic than it's ever brought up in anything else, but droids are essentially like, uh, AI like their yeah. like their life in Star Wars like they have personalities they have opinions they have like pain oh yeah like one of them's getting tortured in Return of the Jedi so <laughs> yeah. like they like they're living things oh yeah um so it's an interesting thing to like talk about how like they always get their memories wiped when they like become too problematic you know the owner new owners like, yeah yeah let's wipe them out like this is just too much baggage just clear it out and I want a new droid yep and so like triple zero is like I've lived who knows how many lives and done who knows what like I want to get all that back yep so that's what all these missions kind of amount to we'll slowly learn over the course of it this arc is also uh, a lot about uh, Dr. Afra's relationship with um, Commander Tolvin, who is a big uh, character in this arc as well, as she keeps like coming into conflict with Yeah, I, I assume she yeah. was going to come back. She showed up earlier. Uh, right, in, in the, the last arc she yeah. did as well. Um, but now no, she's... I think that was two arcs ago. Oh, you're right, it was. Yeah. 
Uh, but we start out with uh, Afra kind of with her new gang, like, you know, Triple um, Zero's whole crew here, um, showing up at one of these Imperial bases to, uh, t- to get the information they need. And she runs into Tolvin, and there's a really good page of art here where, uh, and then before I talk about the art, let me get the creative team out here. Uh, as I mentioned, this book is written by Kieran Gillen, and Cy Spurrier joins on for this arc as well. Artist on this arc is Emilio Lacio, um, who is the artist I was about to compliment with this next page, uh, as well as uh, Rachel Rosenberg. Uh, her art as well on the colors and uh, VC's Joe Caramanga on the letters. Yeah, um, the art in this run is amazing. Oh yeah, no, it's I really liked good. It a lot. Especially on this arc, uh, there's a really good page where Afra like first sees Tolvin. She's breaking in, and she just looks over, and Tolvin's like, "It's you!" <laughs> yeah. And it's just like a panel of her just like looking and be like, "Oh." And like thumbs up, it's, it's really it's really funny. Yeah, she I doesn't love that. say where she's like hi. <laughs> um, and there's a couple moments here where they do come like face to face and like have like honest like conversations about like she's like you know like you don't have to keep working for the empire like you're just a tool to them. Yep. Like you can leave like it's just a bad job. Yeah, like if you keep taking every order, eventually it's gonna lead to your death. Right, exactly. And uh, she and they they run into each other. Uh, Afra takes her hostage at one point, and they kind of have this conversation. Um, and Afra lets her live again, um, and then just kind of lets her uh, on the planet and then escapes with what she needs with the crew. Um, but then it ends up like the whole base blows up. Tolvin ends up living, but everyone else dies, and Tolvin's just looking at it like, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, this is fucked. I kind of trusted you. Right, exactly. Um, but Triple Zero is basically this whole arc trying to push uh, Afra to be more and more brutal, like more and more of just like a hardcore, like, you know, I don't care who I kill kind of person. Yep. He's trying to like make her more like him. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you think I'm such a piece of shit. Like, watch how easily right. I can make you the same. See, you did all this stuff. You enjoyed it. You're a, a murder bot as well. And you think you're a good guy. Right. So that's what a lot of this is about. Like, her, uh, him kind of, like, subtly pushing her limits. Um, there's a cool little tie back to uh, the movie we just watched last week, or two weeks ago, I should say, um, where they talk about... Um, uh, they talk about Watt Tambor, the the weird guy with like the giant like Frankenstein head and like the glasses. Oh right, right. Uh, from the old movie, because it seems that Triple uh, Zero was created by him and like was one of his droids. Okay. So they have That's to go. Right. Yeah. So they're going back to one of the planets from uh, Return of the Jedi to kind of find some Clone Wars data. And while they're there, Tolvin ends up finding some old records, like trying to find out who Afra is now that she knows her real name. Yeah, this was another cool callback. Yep, and when she he, uh, she finds like this recording from uh, from Darth Vader. And she's like, why the fuck was, like, what does she have to do with Darth Vader? This is weird. Well, at first, because uh, it's like a message or an old file of Thanos, because I guess. Oh, you're like, right. Because I, I think he yep. was her, like, uh, Mentor. like superior She mentions that yeah. a few times. Yeah. How, yep. how much she admired Tolvin. And we, we love Tolvin. Tolvin was a great character. Or Thanos. Or Thanos. What, Tolvin yeah. admired Thanos. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I can Double T's. <laughs> Um, but yes, that, that, he was a great character back from the Darth Vader run, so yeah, yep. that's a callback to the other book, which you should always read before coming into this one, I, I think. Definitely, yeah, you want to get the intro. Yeah. To both those characters. So so that was a cool tie-back, and yeah, she mentions that a couple times, that she like really looked up to him as a commander, because he was like super, super smart, like he outsmarted oh, yeah. Darth Vader a lot of times. Almost. Well, he did a lot until he didn't. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> until the very end. Yeah. Um, and while they're in this kind of base with all these kind of like Watt Tambor just machines going haywire, um, Tolvin and Afra get like stuck under the rubble and have this moment where they're like, oh shit, I guess we're going to die. I guess being an Imperial doesn't matter right now. And, <laughs> and then they do finally kiss. Yep. We get um, the scene. Yep. The buildup. 
so it finally happens, but then immediately, like, things, like, they live. So, like, yeah. she's like, oh, I guess I have to be an Imperial officer again. Like, oh, <laughs> well, not really. You don't have you to. But <laughs> And she just goes back to doing her job. That comes up so many times. Like, you're just like, fucking stop. Yeah, she gets just a quit. lot of outs. And oh, every time she's like, nah, maybe later. And, it's, and she always takes, like, a half out. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always like, I'll save you, but uh, there she is. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> i give you a head start, at least. So the next part of this arc is all about uh, Afra figures out, or Triple Zero figures out from what they got from that last mission that um the basically he explains that he's trying to get his memories back and it's locked away in basically this uh, imperial super vault mm-hmm. uh in space and it's a place where they keep a lot of like you know hidden like rebel files as well for the war because the rebel alliance gets brought brought up a few times in this arc as well and so Afra is trying to uh, get, like, another in, get more firepower to, like, go into this base, try to find, like, a common ally who wants to kind of do the same thing. Yep. Um, and so she runs into this crew of rebels here. She She's going in with her crew to basically pretend to be, like, you know, rebel jump-ons, be like, I'm, I want to join the fight. I have this mission we can do. Um, using them as their way into this, uh, this like, hidden uh, vault to try to get the information they want. Yeah, to get some kind of firepower. Um, I actually uh, just found out who this character uh, w- was. I'm glad I actually started watching Star Wars Rebels uh, just this week, because um, that's the show that follows up on Clone Wars. It yeah. basically takes place during the uh, like the Empire instead, gotcha. um, but follows some of the same characters. This character, this uh, Twi'lek woman, uh, Hera, who is leading the the rebellion, she's from that show. I was gonna say because like I've. Did she ever show up in the background or have anything in the prequels or not that I remember? No, there were or or like in the originals. No, I don't believe so because she's more of a character who rose up during the rebellion as one of the rebel leaders. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I figured out who she because she seemed important. Like when she shows up, it's like a look who it is. Yeah, it's a big reveal, and I'm like, who? (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking around like, uh. Um, but literally just like last weekend, I started watching Star Wars Rebels, and she's one of the main characters in that show. Gotcha. One of the rebel leaders. That makes sense. Um, so it makes sense that she shows up here yeah uh, there's a pretty metal part that's not shown where tolvin in the last issue like uh kidnapped one of the other members of this crew skinned him alive <laughs> yeah. and made a disguise out of his coat yep like holy shit <laughs> yeah it's pretty rough like i mean afro's dad wasn't kidding when he said like you have terrible taste in women she just skinned a man alive <laughs> and is wearing his skin yeah that's extreme yeah, I didn't really understand that whole extent until like they kind of clarified it later on. But yeah, because they don't just show it. Because holy shit, why, uh, no, the artist would be like, I don't want to draw that. <laughs> yeah, like, are we sure we can get that approved? So, and it's like, not to mention the disguise isn't even that good. It's oh, like, no. It looks like her in a hood. Exactly, but the hood has like lips and teeth. <laughs> like, so you gotta like fucking like sew it like with a zipper. I'm like, who was fooled by that? They yeah. must never be talking to this Some guy. Pretty decent craftsmanship, though. She's a freaking surgeon. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. And Afra's just like, wow, that's pretty metal what you did. Cool. <laughs> so, you know, I'm still into you. Like, All right. <laughs> Man, that thing smells. Um, but there's a really good line here where, um, like, they're having a heart, another heart-to-heart, and Tolvin says, like, you know, they... Um, some people crave order because they don't have it in their hearts and it scares them. And like, you know, she's basically saying like, I chose this career like to have some order in my life and like those things made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Afra's like, well, that careers aren't permanent. Like, there's other careers you can just quit. And that's a line that comes up again um, when she uh, later on in the arc when she's like, you know, constantly being like tortured by triple zero. Not literally, but yeah. with all these missions like he's giving her. Um, she's like, there's other careers like I'm also I, I put myself in this situation. Yeah. Like triple yeah. zero is like, you know, fucking me over right now. But I put him there. Yeah, it's kind of a difficult boss to get away from, though. Right. 
But I mean, it's like it's like her conti- like snowballing kind oh, of yeah. like Walter White kind of decisions of just escalating everything got her into this yeah, position. It's a steady decline for sure. Like the reason why he's her boss is because she had to ha- throw that fucking like gala where Darth Vader showed up and yeah. she had all that shit with like Rur after she like double crossed her dad. Like it always keeps going like from something she did. Yeah, she made a devil's bargain. Right. Like none of this would have happened if she would have just given the immortal Rur's like. Uh, emerald to her dad in the first dark and it's all none of this would have happened yeah but all would have been avoided <laughs> yeah um but she ends up um basically taking out the uh, the rebel crew here and instead of teaming up with them to break into the base she's gonna use them as like chewbacca uh, yeah. and use them as the prisoner yeah um, she basically just lures them in as bait <laughs> right <laughs> and they're like wow that was a dick move <laughs> <laughs> yeah and even one of the crew members like this is another part where like that kind of breaks her where like one of her like you know crew members on this team is like uh, you know i think i quit like these rebels like they actually like believe in something <laughs> yeah so, and you just like screwed them over without even blinking yes yeah, so, like, like you have a black heart i kind of feel bad for them i'm gonna join them and afro's <laughs> like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a pretty big slap in the face from reality right it's like uh, if you don't believe in anything and that's cool but i'm gonna go do this she's yeah like, oh, i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> um and so she has a pretty good plan here where she's gonna sneak in with uh with hera and like she doesn't she's not actually planning on like turning her over that's just the way into the base yeah um and then they find a bunch of other really cool stuff here like some like uh this vault of other stuff that's being kept hidden like some of it's just easter eggs one of the one of my favorites was the uh the uh, hut clone troopers no, oh, yeah. So it's like clone troopers, <laughs> but made from a hut. Right. So we, we see them later with just like their blaster rifles. Just imagine like, an army out. of huts. Just, oh, yeah, my God. Just slithering. <laughs> That'd be horrifying. <laughs> uh, and Tolvin breaks in again. There's a really the, another good, really good part with the art. There's just like this really funny panel where there's like, Commander Tolvin is here. And uh, Afra's like, ooh, plot twist. And just the look on her face is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like she's just having a good time. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, Tolvin shows up and she's like, uh, "Commanders, I've tracked down this uh, this criminal. We've got them in the vault. What do you want me to do with them?" And Afra's like, "Oh, come on. We had all that. We had that talk. We did all that. Fuck you." <laughs> and um, the Imperials are like, "Oh, well done. Like good infiltration. Like this is a good marks, but we can't let them get away. Detonate the station and guard it until it blows up." Mm-hmm. And she's like. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> um, I guess I, I guess I'm gonna die then. And Afra's like, "Are you seriously gonna like let them do this? this is what, exactly what we talked about. Like they're just gonna kill you, and they don't give a shit." Yeah, you're an expendable piece of uh, just equipment, basically. Yeah, yeah, you're just literally a tool. And uh, and this is where she makes like another middle ground. She's like, "I'm not gonna blow up the base." But here they are. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, they're already going to be mad at you. <laughs> right? Like, that's not a good, like, trading piece. Um, and so, like, all the things in, like, the lab, like, go go live and just, like, Yeah, they, de- they defrost them. Yeah. Um, including the Jabba the Hutt clone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention the Flufty. Oh, right. Yeah, she has this, like, uh, like exploding, like, animal thing. I'm not quite sure what it is, but it's it's kind of fucking hilarious. Yeah, they're called flufties. Yeah, it's they like had, an they have like a keyword when whenever they say it, they just explode. Right. So like it's always uh, she'll like leave it behind on the base. That's how she blows up this place. It's like <laughs> yeah, it blows her, up. Her keyword is snuggle. What is it? Snuggle bum oogie woogie. <laughs> right. It's like what the hell does that mean? Oh god. <laughs> Uh, and Tolvin actually does stow away when Afra leaves and uh, like spends a night like on her ship and they actually like get together for the first time and like have like honest conversations like you know about like you know what's going on and Afra for the first time tells her her real name mm-hmm. um it's like my name's Dr. Afra I just wanted you to know who I was like see ya 
and like uh, goes out into the snow and Afra um I think it's pretty much assuming Tolvin's just going to go back to the Empire and do her thing. Yeah. So that was pretty much just like a one-night stand. Like, well, I guess that's all it's going to be. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm i hoping that she comes back in the arc, given that there's a writer takeover. I, I mean, Cy Spurrier wrote this arc, too, so I would assume so. Yeah, they worked um, on it. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm assuming assume. they're still setting up something, because it seems like that's a to-be-continued. Yeah, I would be really surprised if that was the last time you saw that character. Right. Um, but in the end, like, Dr. Afford does end up getting arrested and... Uh, she ends up doing her a solid and saying, like, oh, no, uh, her name's not Afra, It's uh, Joystick Chevron, her oh, alias. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, lock her up under that name. So Tolvin is still playing both sides. Oh, yeah. Um, and it works out perfectly for Afra actually, because Afra is in deep shit with, like, Triple uh, Zero's about to murder her. Yeah. Like, he's like, all right, terminate this one. Yeah, and then that- kind of protective custody. Yeah, it's perfect timing. Like, all of a sudden, the stormtroopers and a bunch of ATSTs show up and just, like, light up and destroy Triple uh, Zero's gang, like, entirely. Yep. Um... And uh, Dr. Afra, in the end, like, you know, they took the information from the base. She gives, like, some of it to the rebels. She's like, see, I'm not all that bad. Take this and use it to fight the Empire. And Hera's like, oh, well, thank you. Yeah. And she gives, like, her thing to Triple Zero. She's like, here, it's your memories. Like, do whatever the hell you want with them, man. I hope it's good. <laughs> and then, but, but when, once she gets arrested, once she's locked up, uh, both of them realize. Oh, shit, it's encrypted. Yep. <laughs> so that's a, that's a really good twist, because the rebels are like, oh, fuck, we can't use this. And Hera's like, I knew it. Like, she expected it. Yeah. But the best page is when, like, when the page when Triple Zero finds out, because we don't even get his, like, full reaction. Yeah. It's just him in the rain, like, talking to BT. He's like, what, what precisely do you mean the file was encrypted? <laughs> so, like, you can only imagine, like, he murders, like, everyone on this planet. Oh, God, he, yeah. Like, he hears. Yeah, they're done. So uh, that that's gonna make a great antagonist like moving forward in this run. Oh, definitely. Because now she's on on the run from Darth Vader and a murder bot. <laughs> so that's gonna be good. It's I a li- bad duo. Yeah, so I'm excited to keep reading this, even though I am sad. Kieran Gillen's uh, hopping off. Cy Spurrier's got some really solid books uh, under their belt as well. So okay, I have faith. Yeah, I've in never the, heard the, the name. Yep, I have faith in the book moving forward at least. Uh, but. Hopefully there's more Dr. Afra material moving forward. Uh, I know this book uh, went on for another like 20 issues and then got canceled, and then there was a six-issue run more recently um, that's on Marvel Unlimited now. Okay. Um, but I don't know if anything's going on with the character in the meantime, but we'll see. Hopefully hopefully more. It'd be, yeah. cool if, it'd be cool if they showed up in The Mandalorian or some shit. Oh, definitely. Or some of this yeah. live-action stuff. That really would be cool. Yeah, she would fit in perfectly in that kind of environment. Oh, definitely. Just like fuck- Yeah, that's like prime for her. Oh, just like fucking over the main characters, making them think they're smart. <laughs> right. Like her, like a freaking like Western style. Like that'd be amazing. Oh, that'd be great. I would, I would be all for that. Um, but until then, uh, that'll be it for our Doctor Afra coverage. Uh, what we're going to be moving on to next is the uh, the episodes we talked about from the Clone Wars. This is a four issue arc from the uh, fourth season, uh, all about uh, basically. To put it simply, it's all about the uh, the siege, the invasion of Umbara. It's because this is in the middle of the Clone Wars, so there's some planets controlled by the Separatists, some controlled by the Republic. So there, a lot of this show is just like showing like different pictures from the war theater. Um, so Clone Wars is this? Does this happen a lot? Where like the they just come in and just like take over a planet? Yeah, if it's I mean it, it, they're fighting a war, so like if if a, a planet's under control of the separatists and there's like droid armies and bases there, yeah, they'll invade and just like try to take that back, uh, you know, from the pushing the enemy lines back. Gotcha. But I mean, this whole uh, the context of this whole war is obviously Palpatine playing two sides against each other, so none of these battles actually matter. Oh, which totally, is the yeah. sad subtext. <laughs> um, which this show does a good job of showing, like the battles, like whether or not they win or lose, is never really the most important thing. It's mainly just like the clones being like. 
what are we doing here? Like, we were told, like, to be soldiers, but here we go, I guess. Cowabunga. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then kind of realizing, like, what happens after the war. Like, we're, what happens to us then? Yeah. Like, literally all we do is fight. Yep. And that's what a big part of this arc is about. That's why I wanted to start us out on this one, because I think it's a really good one to just, like, show what the Clone Wars is. Because there's a lot of episodes that are really good for, like, showing, like, Anakin, Obi-Wan, like, all the, uh, Ahsoka, who's, like, a, a character who yeah, comes yep. from that show. Like, all, all of that. Yeah. Um, but the clones, I think, are really, like, the big part of it. So I wanted to do one that focused on them um yeah it's definitely worth it yeah for yeah, sure it was, yeah it was definitely a great clone episode um because it starts out with uh them kind of invading this planet it, it's it's got kind of like vietnam vibes where like it's this planet like they don't understand they don't know the terrain um there's surprises at every turn um and it even opens like with like an apocalypse now kind of like fly yeah. in um yeah, a lot of the battle sequences are pretty cool. It's like a cool like environment. Yeah, no, they're really well shot and just like kind of interesting. And they show you little details that end up mattering later on. Like there's a part where uh, during the initial invasion, Anakin is still leading uh, like with Rex and like his clone commandos and whatever. Yep. Um, and there's a, an interesting part where they're calling in an airstrike and uh, his clone commander Rex, um, main character in the show, is like, "Oh, we should move the troops back like off the ridge just in case they overshoot this uh, this airstrike here." Yeah. And Anakin's like, "Oh, good idea. Let's do that." And they move off the ridge and then sure enough like the airstrike overshoots and blows up right where they were sitting <laughs> and Anakin's like oh good idea Rex <laughs> so it's just like a really good way to set up in the, right in the beginning like uh, what a good commander like you know listening to his clones and like uh, trusting their opinion and like listening to them and treating them like humans and yeah, it saved everyone I only, I've only seen four episodes of like that character and I would already like follow him in the battle oh right oh <laughs> Clone Wars Anakin best. is the best yeah. no uh, Rex oh Rex yeah, oh Rex yeah. is even better oh definitely oh my like, god most of the pretty much every clone except Dogma obviously oh well yeah um, Dogma's a piece Dogma of shit Dogma was a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> yes Dogma sucked but that was that was his thing his name was Dogma. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, Rex is Rex is the man. Uh, he's he's one of the best characters in the show. And yeah, if you, I mean, since you know what happens to like all of the clones I and know. stuff, <laughs> it's really sad. It is. Uh, you got to watch the show because it's it's yeah. fucking. Oh my god, the last season is just heart wrenching. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's uh, it. Starts off with Anakin leading the squad and kind of going into Umbara. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi is like in this arc, but off screen is kind of like an off screen presence, leading another part of the. the yeah, battle. he just kind of phones in every now and then. Right, it's like I'm almost there. I swear, <laughs> I need and you then... to take this airbase. Like, <laughs> that, that doesn't thing. really show up. Right. Um, but it's the the twist in this arc. What sets up the story is Anakin gets called away. The Emperor like wants him as you know to speak to him like he does. Yeah, and he's like, "Come, I need I need to train you to be Darth Vader. Come here. <laughs> we got to do weird stuff. We have to practice on lightning." <laughs> um, so yeah, he calls Anakin away, and in his place is this uh, this new Jedi commander named Commander Krell. Um, he's he's the same species as that uh, the guy named Rex from Attack of the Clones, the uh, the guy who ran the deli or whatever. Oh right, right. Um, with the four arms, yeah, they're like huge. Yeah. Um, and he's badass because he uses like he's like giant, has these four arms. It's and a great Jedi character design. Oh, I know, right? Because he uses the four arms to hold two double sided lightsabers. Yep. Because he can wield both at once. It looks badass. Yeah, it's awesome. So he's taking over this, and he's like Anakin, like I got it, like go on, and he's like, good luck, Rex. You know, like and Rex is like, oh, we'll have the the planet by the time. You get back, Commander. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, but then it turns out that uh, Krell is a, an asshole, as we talked about. He's one of the most punchable characters in this show. <laughs> it's so um, bad. Because, I mean, the twist at the end is that he is trying to, like, he has foreseen, like, in the Force that the Jedi are going to fall soon. Which, I mean, he's right. Yeah. Um, that a new power is going to rise. So he's trying to flip sides early, like, go to the winning side. And he's trying to, like, 
make this great victory on the planet so he can impress Count Dooku and be trained to be a Sith. Yep. Um, so he's playing that subtly at first. He just wants to like get you know do subtle moves to lose lose the war here. Just yeah, because so- his initial impression or like where they the clones first like uh, get a read is that statistically he's lost like the most clone troops right like out of any other commander so like they're already like e right <laughs> so but then he technically gets the job done so he keeps getting jobs as yeah, a general just so. loses a lot of men right so he on it's yeah, like on Umbaro, he's doing his best to like sabotage everything like still getting the victory so it's not suspicious but yeah making sure like the resources the clones are completely dwindled yeah because every time rex just walks into like his office and just like gives him the plan rex just like that is that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard yeah because it's over <laughs> and over where it's like you know the men need rest we're doing we're making good time like we're gonna be wiped out by the time we go into battle and he's like no keep marching yeah always gives him like a counter like plan that's 10 times better and like way more uh like logical yeah, because like, nope, we're just diving head Rex in. Rex will be like, when Anakin was here, like we would, you know, sneak in from the side, scout it out, maybe take out the guards, open the gate. Yeah, uh, we didn't just like, head dive like <laughs> freaking into the deep end. He's like, that's a good plan, but I was thinking march straight down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all group together real tight and just go right at the front door. Are you a commander? How long have you been leading armies? <laughs> it is kind of weird that the Jedi lead the armies. It's, it is, yeah. Because the clones you would think have, would know better. Exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> how many times, like, the Clone Wars seems like at least the first, I'm not a Star Wars lore expert by any yeah. means, but it seems like this is the first time they've like, been in a war war leading armies. For sure, yeah. So, like, you would think the clones would, I don't know. But that, that's, Anakin listens to Rex, so maybe that's why it works out. Yeah. But the Jedi, uh, I don't know why they would be experts. I mean, maybe they were programmed to, like, respect Jedi or something. I yeah, don't, I don't know. know. It's a stretch. It's weird. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's continuous in this arc uh, where uh like he keep giving commands that get clones killed and rex like there's a really good part where rex takes off his helmet and like we lost men not or we lost men and not not clones men yeah um and like they're they're dying out here like and if we're gonna keep doing this none of them are gonna follow you know what we're doing yeah because one of the things that makes him so punchable krell is like he'll never call any of the clones by their like names yeah he doesn't say rex he always says commander and then everyone else he calls clone number blah 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 yeah ct3354 yeah it'll take him like 10 seconds to say it's just like dude you are an asshole right (laughs) yeah so he he, he views clones as like subhuman and he makes that clear like throughout the entire arc Mm -hmm. um and a lot of the clones bring that up like we just think he hates clones. Like, why should we follow him? <laughs> yeah, like, why else would he be doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's parts where, like, they'll go, like, there's a subtle part where they go against commands to basically go behind enemy lines to steal some ships to help take out these tanks that are bothering them. Yeah, and they clutch it. Um, yeah, exactly. And it wins them the battle, but Krell's like, you disobeyed my orders. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, fucking stiffens his tie. Right. Um, and that's one thing I think this show does really well. I, I don't really know how I how to phrase it, but they do a really good job with showing just, like, uh logistics that are interesting just like the like war like kind of like it's almost like a video game like war like how do we achieve this objective there's these tanks here there's something behind it we need to go around like it's not necessarily like a character story yeah but like there's an interesting story just in like how do we solve this problem that they do pretty well like as far as like showing like war strategy that i think they do really satisfyingly in this show oh yeah absolutely to make it seem like a believable battle yeah because a lot of times you could just get super convoluted with it and just be super dry and boring but yeah like somehow they actually do it yeah, good. the objective is always clear, and like when they solve it, it's like, oh, cool! Like they did that in a clever way. Yep. Um, because they they're uh, they end up taking this airbase, which is where the rest of the arc is going to take place. Um, 
where Krell is, you know, now taking up this airbase and they're told that they need to blow up this, uh, either blow up this, uh, droid ship controlling the droids or yeah, their only source of supply, basically, yeah, that's this entire planet. Um, either that or take the capital just by force. Yeah. And obviously Krell is like, well, let's just fucking bulldoze into the capital. <laughs> yeah. Like, why not? What's the plan here? I'll lose every man. Yeah. Why not? Or clone, whatever. And he says that there's a cool part where he says that to Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan's like, I don't know if, and then he gets cut off right yeah. away. They lose signal or the, the it, other, they cut their Krell servers. turns off. The, yeah, he yeah. sabotaged it. They, but yeah. yeah, they lost connection. Quote, quote unquote. unquote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a really cool moment where, like, you know what Obi Wan was going to say. He was going to be like, that sounds dumb. <laughs> That's a horrible <laughs> idea. Um, but he gets cut off. And then, yeah, the clones are like, are you sure? It sounded like he wanted to say that was stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was really close to saying it. Um, but yeah, so then it, it creates this cool moment where the clones are like, well, we, ha- we think we have a better plan. We could take these spaceships we stole yep. and just sneak into the, the base. They even call out, uh, there's a really funny moment where Fives, one of my other favorite clones, he's like, Anakin told me this story one time when he was a little kid. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he flew into a base and you need to hit the generator from the inside. That's the trick. Yeah, he did it when he was just a kid. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Uh, they actually use that for something clever. Right. Fucking A. A moment I fucking hate. That horrible scene actually kind of paid off. Yippee! <laughs> and he says we need to yell yippee on the way out. That's the key to the whole <laughs> mission. <laughs> did Anakin mention he did that all by accident? <laughs> right, though. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, so they're like, we could just do that. Fly in, blow up the ship, save the day, and without losing a, mon- a bunch of clones, this could be a three-man job. Yeah. And they figure out how to fly the ships even, but they get caught while trying to do it, and so they get shut down. Yeah. And so it becomes this moment where uh, Fives, like, uh, Rex is, like, you know, first-hand man. Uh, he goes up to a, a Rex, and he's like, uh, well, I think we're going to do it. Like, we're going to disobey orders. We're going to take the ship. We're, we're going to blow it up. We're going to do it for the men. Yeah. And Rex is like, and, he, and he's, he go, it's a cool part where he goes up to him, and he's like, if you're going to stop us, I just need you to tell me mm. so we know. And, and Rex is like... I can't help you if you get caught. Yeah, I can't. I can't protect you. What a guy! God damn it, it, Rex! For real though. Um, And then he even one ups it like afterwards. Oh yep, a couple times. Yeah, Yeah. because Dogma like catches on. He wakes up and like sees that they're not in their bunks and goes to like turn them in. And Rex like stands up uh, in front of him. Is like, "Uh, where are you going exactly? Like, (laughs) oh, we just want to talk to the the commander. Like, talk to the general. See, uh, talk about the the scouting. Like. How about I take your report to the commander? Yeah. Like, Never mind. <laughs> Just totally dresses him down. Yep. Rex is like, I thought so. <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah, that was such a, a great shot. Just like a zoom of him like starting to squint like, yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My God, yeah. I want to see Rex just fucking throw down with dogma. He's like, you son though. of a bitch. <laughs> just go fisticuffs. Um... But yeah, it becomes, uh, th- there's a, a couple of the clones we're introduced to in this arc. Um, uh, one of the main ones, Hardcase, they, they described yeah. him as uh, being in the tank for too long. Yeah. And so he <laughs> he, like, he spends every fight just with a minigun, just being like, get some. Yeah, he's like the Gears of War guy of the group. He, he's pretty much a Gears of War <laughs> character, yeah. He's A-Train. Uh, but he's one of the ones who, like, he goes with fives on this mission. He's like, fuck it, let's do this. And they end up flying away, like, uh... You know, against against orders and uh, blowing up the ship. They go in, and Dogma is the only one. Uh, they they it gets ray shielded like that. They, I've learned while watching this show that ray shielding means that's like, a big thing. You can't shoot through it. Lightsabers can't go through it. That's basically what it means. And uh, is that pretty much the same thing? Like in uh, the duel of the fates, Darth Maul fight. Yes, that's exactly okay. The same that's thing, what I figured. Yeah. Um, so so that once they get there, like oh shit, we can't blow up the generator. They blocked it. Um, and Dogma's like. 
This is for the 501st. Hard case. Or hard, sorry, hard case. How could you say dogma? <laughs> dogma. What's wrong with yeah, me? Yeah, dogma saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hard case is like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're stealing my Gave glory. credit to dogma? <laughs> no, fuck dogma. Oh, man. No, hard case is like, this is for the 501st. Live to fight another day, boys. Yeah. And takes the bomb in and then just throws it in as they get away. Just it's, totally OGs it. Oh, yeah. It's such an epic moment. And, it's, and this is only in episode three. Yeah. That's how we end episode three. And I'm like, holy shit, there's another episode <laughs> of this? Right. Um, each episode has one of these cool moments where it, just, oh, yeah. it ends. You're like, holy shit, that was awesome. I, can't, I hope there's more of this. Yep. And uh, so that's how it ends with them flying back and be like, hard case didn't make it, but we couldn't have done it without him. Mm-hmm. And Rex like, I'm proud of you. Yep. And then, of course, fucking Krell comes up. <laughs> it's like... You're all court-martialed. Go to go to jail. <laughs> You're prisoners now. Yeah. Um, and he goes like way more extra. Like when we get to episode four, like yeah. that's when things really ramp up. That's when Rex is like, and the other clones are really tested. So yeah. So Fives and Jesse get arrested, and uh, Rex like goes up to the the top to like you know speak on their behalf, and he's like you know um, if anyone should take the blame, it should be me. Like I, I you know I gave the command, and mm-hmm. Fives is like no, I did it. And they have, like, an argument, like, you know, who's going to take the blame? Yeah, I'm Spartacus. And uh, Krell's like, oh, no, you don't get to decide this. I'm deciding. And you're being court-martialed, and not just court-martialed, you're being executed. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Fuck having a whole trial. You're like, I'm just going to kill you now. Yeah, and we're like, <laughs> oh, like, my oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so it escalates <laughs> super quickly. And, <laughs> yeah. And Rex is like, you know, this wide-eyed. He's like, you can't do that. And he's like, why not? In more time, like, I have these, I have these yeah. kind of like, commands. Who's going to stop me? Right. You idiot clones. And they don't even have uh, comms. They can't even, like, call Obi-Wan and be like, help. Like, they can't call anybody. Like, yeah, because that's your first thought. They're like, get Obi-Wan and Anakin in here and kick this guy's ass. <laughs> yeah, really. And it's like, ah, shit. No, this whole arc, I'm sitting here, like, if Anakin was here, he heard you talking to Rex like that? I know. <laughs> which is kind of cool, because the whole time, you're like, okay, it's just going to be a deus ex, like, Anakin. Exactly. He's going to come and save the day, but then the fourth episode just pops off, or the clones just clutch it. That's, that's what was super satisfying to me, because I, th- oh, yeah. I thought for sure that's what was going to oh, happen. Like, that seemed like the yeah. obvious choice. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's like it's the clones by themselves like we have to figure something out yeah like we gotta um, take this asshole yeah we off. gotta step up and and it's it gets worse too because um they go to like they pull uh jesse and fives out and like you know bring them to like the execution the firing squad yep and fives is ta- or, uh, Rex yeah it's is a really cool scene yep rex is like you know if this is how men are rewarded for heroic actions then soon enough we'll all be shot yeah because they because all they all shoot like on the like against the wall and then every just laser just misses they're like what the hell was that and dogma's like kill him again (laughs) (laughs) it's like god damn it um and and, uh right there's a good moment where rex goes up to him he's like you want them dead good luck finding someone to do it yeah and because because fives brought up a good point where he talked to rex he's like you know krell is using you to control the clones without you like no one will listen to him yeah like you, you, they, we listen to you rex yeah yeah because rex kind of holds out like as long as he can like like no he's still our commander we right. have to like follow orders that's what we do yeah because i mean he's literally been bred from birth to, yep. f- to follow orders be a soldier so like to be able to break that programming and say no, we have to do something else is like incredible. Like that's why this arc oh, yeah. is, means like so much to me because I'm like these clones like have the capacity to fight against this programming. They were like live human people. Like they were not oh, yeah. like these mind controlled people. Like it seems like in the movies. Yep. 
things end up getting really fucked when because uh, Krell is going to chew them out for not executing uh, executing the men. He's like, "This is an outrage. I'll do it myself." Yep. But then uh, the alarms go off, like, um, and Krell like tells him, "Like, oh, we're going to be under attack soon. I'm getting new intel." And this all ends up being a setup. Yeah. Um, Krell is basically like we said, he's an evil. He's trying to be a Sith, so mm-hmm. he's like, "Fuck it, I might as well lean into it and be super evil." <laughs> I'm going to be all the bad. I'm going to show Dooku how evil I can be. I'm going to make him <laughs> say, "Holy shit!" <laughs> right? Because he does. Uh, this is like a. a heinous war crime yeah this is this is bad yeah this is i I like was watching this i was like oh god (laughs) right it's It's like wait kids are watching this yeah so what happens is he gets an alarm krell is talking to the clones alarm yeah um that, that he has staged uh, saying, um, the Umbarans have broken into one of our supply stashes and stolen a bunch of weapons and armor. We think they might attack soon. Yeah, and so, they might be disguised as us. Right, like, we're, we're plan- they, we think they're going to ambush us disguised as clones. And, yeah. the, and Rex is like, all right, like, let's move out. Like, we'll deal with this shit later. Yeah. We're under attack. Let's go. Um, and Rex moves out with his squad, and sure enough, they don't get far before, like, seeing through their night vision goggles, they see, like, people who look like clones appearing. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, because someone's, like, uh, helmet gets knocked off or something, and he's trying to, like, see his face or whatever, and he sees it's a clone. Yeah, that happens, uh, during the fight, because they, they, the other clones come up, like, apparently getting the same message and just start opening fire on them. Yep. Uh, and so it becomes a firefight between two people dressed as clones, and then Rex sees one of them with his helmet off yeah, on the yeah. other side, and it was like, this is not a Numbaran, this is a clone. Yep. And so immediately this this fucking bru- like gruesome part where he's just like running through the the field just be like we're clones we're yeah. clones stop firing yeah just running through the hail of bullets yeah he's like take your helmets off take your fucking helmets off yeah. show them you're show them you're a clone yep and like well and like he even grabs one of them he's like look yep and it's and like the other commander like they find him on the battlefield like to try to figure out what happened and he's been shot like he's he's bleeding out mm-hmm. and uh he goes to him he's like what was the order like where did the order come from to fire on us he's like it came from krell yeah so like he turned us on each other and like a tear goes down his face he's like i killed my own men and then <laughs> yeah, like, oh my god dude, it is a brutal scene man yeah it's fucking heavy so like yeah, as, i was i was shocked after that point though you're like this guy's gotta go. <laughs> Dude, I, He's gotta like, go. There were already so many tipping points, but this was like, okay, if they don't kill him now, like I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Krell is is only in four episodes of this show, but he leaves an impression. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, great villain. Because Rex at that point is like, fuck orders, fuck the system, fuck everything. We're we're going to Krell and we're taking him. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, scorched earth. Yeah, we're, so like we're we're doing some kind of mil. I don't know what the rules are. Military arrest. We're taking him in. Yep. Um, and so he takes all the clones, and this is really badass moment where they're just walking up together like as a unit. And they put on their helmets and go up. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a really awesome fight. Oh yeah, and uh, and Krell shows up, and he even has the Palpatine line. It's treason, then. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciated that. Yeah. It's in there just for tongue-in-cheek, but I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. You've yeah. earned it. Yep. <laughs> um, and yeah, he turns around. He's like, well, you think you can stop me? Like, I'm a Jedi. And he takes out the lightsabers and just fucking goes to town. Yeah, he slices a lot of clones. Yeah, and like you really get the... the the power difference here, like yeah. the, like what they're going up against, because it makes what they're doing even more brave. Oh because god, yeah, they're going up to like they've seen Jedi fight, yeah, hundreds of times. Yeah, they went into this knowing they were going to lose a lot. Yeah, because they go up and he's just cutting through men, but they're just keep, they just keep firing, and the fight like goes on. Like he jumps out the window and runs into the woods. Yep, um, and it's it, they just have to track him through the woods, losing clone after clone. Like it's brutal as shit. Yeah, because I mean, basically <clears throat> you're. 
thought process has to be like we just have to keep shooting until he gets tired and like can't deflect one right. like, stray bullet. Because Jedi aren't in- invincible. Like you can beat them if it takes a lot yeah, of bullets. They can so. miss a block. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the way they end up beating him is pretty clever because Fives uh, remembers this like plant monster they ran into during the first battle on Umbara. Yeah, it's like a, a dirt squid. Yeah, it's like uh, a more hardcore like uh, Venus flytrap, where it'll just pick you up with a tentacle and oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, and he like draws him near it, which picks him up, and you know he's a Jedi. He he ends up beating the plant, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it's enough of a distraction where they get out the stun gun, boom, yep, and knock him out, and so now they've got him arrested. Oh yeah, it's real clutch. Yep. Uh, but then that leaves us, and like you would think that would be the end of the arc, but um, it kind of ends up being this moment where the uh, the Umbarans are like about to attack this base. Yep. And this is like one of those like decisions where you're like. This is literally like the war could hinge on this. Like, yeah. If if he gets taken by by the the separatists, if they come in here, they're just going to take him alive, and he's going to join them. Yep. And he and knows, go right against us. And he knows so much. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, we we have to kill him. Like that's the only option here. And uh, it ends up being Dogma who does it. Yeah, because I- Rex yeah pulls up the gun and he's he's looking down the sights and can't do it. And then all of a sudden Dogma takes someone's gun and shoots him in the back. Yeah, I mean as hateable as Dogma was, I liked the role he served in this story. Yeah, to show like what the ultimate bootlicker like what like th- what they get in the exactly, end. Exactly. Yeah, it, it really shows because that's that's a thing you see a lot in real life too. Like what uh, the ultimate bootlicker just like this is how it ends for you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah because like it, it it shows him like Dogma's locked up with Krell and Krell tells them everything. He's like I'm. Want to be a Sith Lord? I'm evil. I was against you the whole time. You guys are yep. all fucking idiots. <laughs> and uh, Dogma, yeah, and then finally, dog. That's the, the final moment where he realizes like how much of a piece of yep, shit he is. I love this scene because uh, uh, Dogma's like, "How could you do this? I trusted you. I followed your orders." <laughs> and uh, and he just laughs at him. He's like, "That's because you're the biggest fool of all, Dogma." Yeah, that was a great moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I used you because I used your blind loyalty for my own goals. And that's yep. like an evil villain laugh. Oh yeah. And Dogma's like. I'm a fucking idiot. Devastated. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, that's such a good fucking... Mm. I know. Because that's what bootlickers... That, that's the end of the bootlicker line right exactly, there. Exactly, yeah. You, you fucking... You lick the boot of authority and you just get fucking pushed aside once they're done with you. Exactly. Um, once you're done serving purpose. Yep. He's like, you're the biggest fool of all, Dogma. That's such a good line. Yeah, I love that moment. Um, and then, yeah, it ends up being... Once they like take him out for execution, Rex hesitates, but then Dogma like grabs Five's gun and shoots him. He's like... I had to do something, man. He fucking made me look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at least you cleaned up the mess, Dogma. Yeah. Or I had to do the dirty work. Yeah, he's like, let me do it. I fucking... <laughs> I'll live with this. I, I, my soul's tainted enough. <laughs> fuck it. Um, and so, yeah, that's where it ends. Eventually, the uh, the comms get brought back because, like they figured out, it was Krell who took out the comms to begin with. Yeah. Um, and so they're able to, you know, link up with, uh, with Obi-Wan Kenobi, and eventually Anakin comes back. But, who oh boy... Um. Yeah, Anakin comes back. What the hell happened? Holy <laughs> shit! Um, I really like the line that this uh, arc ends on, though, because they're sitting here like with uh, with everything kind of cleaned up, and they're going, they're all going home. They're leaving Umbara, and uh, Five is talking to Rex. He's like, you know, we had to go against orders, like to do this. Like I, th- you know, I grew up thinking the war was everything, and we were told to be soldiers only. Today we had to be more than soldiers. Yeah. So like, what happens when the war is over? Like, what happens to us then? Yeah. One day this war is gonna end, and it fucking cuts on that line, <laughs> and I'm like, right. my heart. <laughs> Why? One day this war is gonna end. Because like you know what's coming for them. It's like what happens to us when the war is over? Oh, oh you, you know, just, you become mind controlled <laughs> slaves. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Uh, nothing. You have to shoot your friends in the back. <laughs> that's all. Nothing too serious. Uh. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty big set. No. But it, it's a fucking, it's a, such a good arc. It's absolutely maybe yeah. my favorite in the show. Um, yeah, which, it was which, great. Which is why I jumped to it. But yeah, if you like this, you should watch the rest of it because it's all. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get to it. I, I think with the Clone Wars, like, you don't have to watch everything. I mean, even for the skippable episodes, I've gone back and watched some of them, and they're still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I would definitely go through the first time and just like watch like the main plot episodes. Yeah. Um, all the Mandalore stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Um, all the Darth Maul stuff, all, and all the Ahsoka stuff, all that stuff. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's the Darth Maul I'm really interested in. Yep. Oh, it's uh, once you get to that, it's pretty. It's decently far in, but once it gets to him, it like becomes like all about him. It's really dope. Nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I think uh, a lot of people underestimate the show. I did for the longest time. Oh yeah. I, I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I didn't even watch this until like literally a couple months ago. So. Yeah, because and one of my early criticisms or like hesitance uh, to watch it was I wasn't like a huge fan of the animation, like off just like little clips I'd seen. Yeah. But watching this, and I, I know this was kind of a middle-ish episode, but wherever this was at in this, like the show, like the animation was pretty good. Oh a yeah, lot, a lot better than I was expecting. I, I think it's. I would agree. It's something that I. It was a big uh, drawback for me at first too. But I honestly, I think it's one of those things where you just have to like jump in the pool and like once once you're in like once you like you're in the water you're like oh i'm used to this yeah it's, it's not so bad yeah, yeah like, like yeah it definitely gets like comfortable yeah you get used to it and some of the artistic choices they make with character design are really good because there's something about obi-wan kenobi's giant beard that i really oh love. yeah he's got like like the elder beard he's got like, this, <laughs> it's this giant mustache this giant beard like his face is all beard yeah it's pristine yeah and like count dooku is just like an egg-shaped head with this giant pokey beard but it looks amazing oh yeah um, it, it's a great villain like uh design that's a, yeah that's a, it's like a stylized uh, look instead of going for hyper realistic which for I for like. sure and it's, it still kind of resembles christopher lee oh yeah no definitely yeah. totally that that's what's cool about it it's like a stylized christopher lee we're like ooh, i like that yeah for sure um so yeah i highly highly recommend this show to uh to anyone it, it it's uh, it goes above star wars and just like is a really good like kind of just like war show almost yeah it builds a lot yeah um, and the, the newest season was really fucking good. The one that, that just came out a couple months ago. So I, I finished that and it was awesome. And now I'm, oh, right. I'm personally watching rebels. Uh, I went forward and watched that. People told me not to watch it cause it was bad, but I'm kind of liking it. <laughs> so take that random nameless people. <laughs> um, but that will be all we're doing for star Wars, uh, today. Uh, I don't know when we'll come back to it because I don't really want to do the, the other trilogy, the sequel trilogy. I don't yeah. really have anything to say about it. It was just kind of like it. It was just it kind happened. Of, I would talk about the Last <laughs> Jedi. I think that one at least has meat on the bone. Exactly, it's not yeah. a great movie. Yeah, there's things to hash out in there. Yeah, but if I had to talk about the J.J. Abrams ones, I'm going to be like, this was a thing. Bleh. We already yeah. talked about New Hope. Why are we here? <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we already exactly. talked about this movie. They just did it again. <laughs> For real though, um, but yeah, but maybe we'll come back. Maybe we'll do uh, uh, Solo. I mean, I kind of like that movie. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pairing Solo Rogue with one. Pairing pairing uh, Solo with Clone Wars would actually make a lot of sense because um, have you seen Solo? Am I oh, going to yeah. spoil something? Yeah, okay. we watch that together. In the end, the twist is that it ties into Darth Maul's gang. Yep. Um, which is a, a thing they build up in Clone Wars, so that could be a good tie-in. Yeah, that could work. We could we could watch the episodes where like uh, Darth Maul like rises to power again, and then you know watch Solo. That'd be sick. That would be. Yeah. Um. So maybe uh, that, uh <laughs> I'm losing my voice already. We talked for too long. Right. That's when this episode should end. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, that'll be when we come back to Star Wars. But that'll be way down the line. Uh, coming up soon though. Uh, Sweet Tooth is debuting on Netflix, so that's yep. our plan. If you want to, uh, I think by the time you listen to this episode, that should be out. Um, so we're gonna start watching maybe the first like three episodes, maybe two. We'll see how far we get. I, how 
how many is it? Nine or eight? Uh, we'll have to see. I guess it'll depend. It'll depend on that. I yeah, think, I think it's, it's eight, eight or nine. nine. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll do like three, two, three, or two, three, three, something like that. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, but we'll do the first couple episodes of that, and then talk about at least the first volume of the comic book next week. Uh, so if you want to read ahead on that, that's on Comicsology Unlimited. Or I would recommend just buying it. I know they had an it's omnibus. worth it. An omnibus just came out re- recently as well. Yeah. If you want to buy the yeah, soft uh, cover, the cover. Yep. Um, so that will be the plan for next week. Join us then for some animal fun time. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>